Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Friday, people. We're heading into the weekend. The Packers uh, got a bunch of dudes who are questionable to play in the game on Sunday down in Atlanta. David Bakhtiari, Quay Walker, Aaron Jones, and Christian Watson all listed as questionable. I think some are more questionable than others. <laughs> yeah, we'll go through them one by one here. I'm sure you guys will have some questions. I already see a few lined up. But... Uh, you know, the, the Falcons can't be taken lightly. Obviously, they had a really uh, excellent game plan against the Panthers, especially on defense. I think this is a game where if Christian Watson and Aaron Jones are unable to play, it could get uh, tough for the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's not to say that they won't have a plan and that they can't execute at a high level and come out with a victory. I suspect they will. But uh, this is a game, this is a defense in Atlanta that is going to really test Jordan Love pre- and post-snap, both trying to set protections and then trying to see what the rotation is, making sure that what he thinks he sees is what he's seeing. Um, There's no doubt that they are going to throw lots of different looks at him, uh, lots of different kind of coverages, uh, different kind of pressure calls. Clearly, uh, you guys know me, the one big thing I would say going into this game game is run the ball, but uh, that's easier said than done. Uh, we all know that the other team has a say in that as well. And Atlanta, uh, I think they're going to be ready for the Packers' run game, and they're going to maybe somewhat dare Jordan Love to beat them. Uh, I think that Jordan can do it, uh, but I do not doubt for a moment that it is going to be a much tougher test than what they went up against in Chicago. Um, you know, Jordan even referenced it after the game. There was no look there that really they weren't prepared for. You know, they, most of what Chicago ran was what the Packers expected them to. Uh, I think Atlanta is going to be a very different beast with a whole lot more kind of uh, guesswork when it comes to uh, reading the coverages, uh, reading the pressures, getting things set, making sure that everyone's communicating and seeing the same thing. Um, going to be a big test, big test. I still think the Packers come out of there with a close victory, but uh, it will not be easy. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see you. Ryan, starting us off. Thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate it. The point I was trying to make yesterday was that there's an aging QB trying to hang on too long. In my opinion, it's not the turf. You could be right. We'll see. It was very interesting hearing comments from Aaron Rodgers today regarding his comeback and timeline and ability to possibly, maybe, leaving the door open that maybe he could return this season, possibly for a playoff run or whatever. That's insane to me, but hey, man, like I said yesterday, I would never bet against Aaron Rodgers. Abdul, thanks for Super Chat, man. Hey, Aaron, is Bakhtiari being questionable because he didn't practice for rest day, or do you think it's a legit injury? I don't remember him being called questionable for week one when he got practice off. I think, as Matt said at his presser, David's probably going to be questionable most of the year. Uh, I think there's zero doubt that he, by playing a full game for the first time uh, this season, Probably knocked his knee around pretty good. It probably doesn't feel great. And I got to think, yeah, we're probably going to see him designated as such each and every week. I still think there's a pretty decent chance he plays, but we'll see. Uh, I do not doubt for the moment, though, that he's dealing with a soreness, swelling, what have you, probably for the rest of his career and maybe for the rest of his life post-playing. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, we all know that that injury was brutal. Uh, the return from it was brutal. And the fact that he's out there playing at all, is a testament to his work ethic and how awesome he is and how much he wants to be out there with his teammates, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I think, yes, he's dealing with the same injury years later. 
which has got to be insanely frustrating for him. Uh, but, yeah, I don't doubt for a moment that he is in pain and that he's having to deal with it and manage it. Ed, thanks for Super Chat, man. Rule of thumb is to wait until week eight before getting too up or down on any team. Hard to be patient with a team as great as the Packers. I hear you, man. It's, that is the thing, though, right? It was funny. I, I saw an interview with Brian Belaga where he was like, you know, you revel in it on Monday and Tuesday. You're really jazzed for that big win down in Chicago. But then by Wednesday, you're like, yeah, the Bears kind of suck. And then you're like, oh, are the Packers really good? Or do they just play a really bad team? So now we're like improvement mode again, which I love. I hope Jordan and company go down there and just, you know, light it up. And everyone's like, holy shit, they're for real. That would be fun. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat, man. Happy Victory Friday. At worst, week two is push. Skull Oh, that's right. Did the did the Vikings lose last night? Shame. Ryan, thanks again, bud. I also think this team can make the playoffs this season. I do too. Very much so. No question about it. Absolutely have the capability of doing so. <laughs> Justin, thanks for the super chat. Are we nervous about Art Smith's mustache? I mean, that just comes with the territory when you're dealing with mustaches. Right? Yes, 100% nervous. G. David, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. Many opining A.J. Dillon hasn't been good enough. I'm torn. Seems effective at times, but lacks pop and agility at other times. What do you make of it? I mean, I've been talking all week. I think he did not get many favors done by the dudes up front against the Bears. I think he was, you know, able to get what was blocked and sometimes what wasn't blocked and, uh, Unfortunately, there just wasn't a whole lot as far as holes and movement. And, you know, he's not a guy who's insanely, uh, you know, going to give you a big jump cut and get out of something and make a big gain out of it. He's going to get what's blocked more often than not, not every single time, but more often than not. And he's going to give you some power at times. But, yeah, I, I do think people need to slow down a little bit on their condemnation of A.J. Dillon, which I did see coming out of that game, both by, you know, media members, but fans, just literal Packers fans, just piling on the dude. I'm like, can we give him a game or two more before we start talking about how they need to replace him or whatever? I mean, good Lord. Joe, thanks for Super Chat. Packers last week had some running plays that looked like they had no chance. Did they miss Rodgers' ability to audible out of a bad fit or alignment? I don't think it's that. I think they just didn't do the work up front. I mean, it's possible that there were one or two occasions. Maybe Jordan could have got them out of something. And Matt was asked on Monday if Jordan did audible on anything. He said no. So it's possible, but I think they just need better. They just need to be better up front. They need to execute. You know, I think the calls were okay, and I think the fronts were all right. But, you know, if you don't execute, yeah, you're going to run into a wall. Uh, Mimsy, thanks again. Does Bakhtiari set out turf games as a rest plan? I think we're going to start to see that on Sunday. We'll find out. I mean, they have the same playing surface that MetLife does. Obviously, it's not raining there, but that's the surface. And we all know how he felt about that when he watched Rodgers go down on Monday night. So this is the test, I guess. You know, if he doesn't play, I think uh, there's a good chance that that might be the case. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vex, thanks for the Super Chat, man. I love watching NFL, but it is beyond time for every playing surface to not be turf. Too bad the cheap NFL owners don't care about players at all. Yeah, well, I mean, film at 11. Breaking news. Yeah, of course, they don't care. They just want to make money, and I get it. It's paying show friends, it's show business. But it just is ludicrous to me that, you know, back in the day when they started going to artificial turf, you know, was for two reasons. To make guys, like, the surface itself was faster, but also because, yeah, you could save money on upkeep and all that. But now they're making so much money. So much money, hand over fist. The, the lucrative media deals are absurd when you think about the fact that they don't all have grass fields. Like, Premier League all grass fields. You know, all FIFA is required all grass fields. You know, fields. Like, why the NFL doesn't... I mean, we know why. But, yeah, it's uh, it's annoying. It is annoying. Menace, thanks for the Super Chat. Packer not in the Packer Hall of Fame. Who should be? That's a good question. I'll open it up to the to the floor here. Let everybody uh, put it in the chat. I mean, there are probably a few that everybody can think of. Brady, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, buddy. Joseph, thanks for the super chat. Happy weekend, Nags. Let's go up two on the Vikings this weekend. Go Pack Go from San Jose, California. What's up, Joseph? Hello from New York. Hope you're doing well. I'm going to think about this. Packer not in the Packers Hall of Fame. Well, it's got to be Travis Jervy, right? I kid. Um, maybe Sam Congato, just for how much fun it was to watch him that one season that was completely lost otherwise. I mean, that was Lynn Sanity before there was Lynn Sanity. That was a fun, fun time when he burst onto the scene. Um, I don't think they'd ever do it, but that would be a lot of fun. Hey, Nags, why do corners play so off the ball, afraid of getting beat or what? Ray, a lot of times it's just the call. Uh, sometimes it is at their discretion, but more often than not, the idea being they're going to complete it, make sure you rally and tackle and limit the yak. Um, a lot of times that's the call when they're playing the zone that is prevalent to Joe Barry's scheme. So but it's not always that, but more often than not. Bulaga, Iowa. Hey, Nags, I got that one. What else we got? It's Jonathan. What's up, Jonathan? How are you? Mike Wall, that's a good one, Joe. Mike Wall, he should be in, definitely. Uh, did I see Greg Cosell's comments on love? I did not. I'll have to, I'll have to find it. Uh, Walter Stanley. <laughs> uh, Nags, looking like the Lions are the team to concentrate on the North early on. Thoughts? I mean, it's so early. Who knows? Man. What teams look like now is not what teams are going to look like even in a month from now, let alone late November, early December, right? It's probable that they are the team to beat, but, hey, they could lose this weekend. Packers could win, and the Packers are in first, and now they're being chased, right? Just beat Atlanta. That's all that matters. Bradley, thanks for the super chat. Love to be 1-0, but give me an area the Packers have to get better. Bring me back to earth, Nags, and thanks for all you do. Go Pack. Thanks, Brady. Um... Yeah, I would say more definitely need more consistency up front in the run game. I mean, we just talked about it with AJ, but overall, even though the plays that Aaron Jones was running, I think they just need to be a little bit more consistent. And I don't, I'm not surprised out of the gate 
that that was the case on Sunday because, look, it's the one area, right, where you don't really get a ton of work together as the starting line because you're not doing – you're doing some run stuff in practice, but a lot more passing, and you're not going full speed. You know, you're not doing 100%. You do a little bit in the preseason, obviously, but the, the intensity is not the same, and you barely play. Those starters played, what, maybe three drives a game in those preseason games, and then they're on the sideline with their – you know, ball caps and laughing it up. It's just not, you're not doing a ton of it um, in a live situation. So I'm not surprised that out of the gate it was a little up and down, but the consistency there has to improve without question. And I think it will. But that's, you know, you talk about one thing, for me that's one thing. Tim, thanks for Super Chat. 71's poor play really stood out last week. Yeah, the, the bad plays are bad. And that's the same stuff we saw last year. You know, that's we talked about it all summer. The consistency is what kills – the lack of consistency is what kills you with Myers because there's plenty of good tape. There's plenty of plays where he plays at a high level and does his job and he's fine. But, man, to your point, the, the bad plays are bad and they are noticeable. And it's hard to not notice them because a lot of times they're blowing plays up because of it. I hear you, man. Brian Noble, Philip Epps, there we go, Jeff Janis, Mark Tauscher, I think Tauscher's in. I think Tauscher's in. Maybe not. If he's not, he should be, 100%. G. David, thanks again, buddy. If Love weathers significant pressure from rushers, blitzes, etc., without making costly mistakes, I'm sold. Seems to have everything else a QB needs. I hear you, man. Those mistakes are going to come. They're going to happen. You know, I mean, he put one or two a little bit in jeopardy last week, but nothing significant. But yeah, that it'll happen. It's just price of doing business with a young quarterback. But to your point, like as he learns and develops and improves in that area and hopefully becomes better at it, that is kind of the, the one thing you hope he learns really quickly, right? He's got a bit bit of some gunslinger in him, no doubt about it. Ed, thanks for the super chat, man. Walter Payton doing what he did on cement with a rug on top of it at Soldier Field for so much of his career was amazing. Too bad he was a bear. I mean, he was a joy to watch as a football fan, but, yeah, it sucked that we had to watch him beat up on the Packers twice a year. I hated that so, so much. Uh, Crosby will be in the Packers Hall of Fame 1 billion percent, no question. Um, Clay Matthews? Yeah, Clay Matthews should absolutely be in there. Uh I love love because I do not know what drugs he takes, who he dates, and what episode of a show he is on. <laughs> Brandy, whatever could you be referring to? Hmm. I love it. Nags, when do the Packers have to say who is coming off the practice team to activate status for Sunday? Kerry, uh, Saturday afternoons. You'll, they always um, make the announcement. But I believe the deadline is 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. So usually it's a good time to check late afternoon. Um either on the Packers website or check on Twitter, uh, it'll be out there. Uh, but, yeah, they always announce it Saturday afternoon. How about that guy who made that play in that game? That dude is good. That dude is good. Chuck Cecil? Oh, Chuck Cecil should absolutely be in the Packers Hall of Fame. No question. 1,000% yes. Um, do I think the Packers – New O-lineman Michael Jordan will get any reps on the line, maybe center, if 71 keeps being inconsistent. No. Uh, I think he's depth. And maybe eventually they bring him up. Hell, maybe even this Sunday they have him dressed. 
uh, as inactive, but uh, no, I don't think he's going to get any significant playing time barring uh, major injuries up front. Uh, do you think Jones' production on the ground versus Dylan is more of a testament to Aaron's quickness and agility? Same old line that game with vastly different outcomes. Yeah, but look at the look at the plays themselves. Look how what what kind of calls they are, um, and yeah, how they're blocked. But the blocking is there for Aaron in a way on some of those calls that it just isn't for AJ. Um, now maybe that's the type of run plays you know that they are trying to favor with AJ in there, guys pulling what have you. But man. To your point, yeah, Aaron does a phenomenal job of if someone's in the backfield having a little bit, you know, quick step ability to get out of the way and make something out of it. Although I said it on Sunday and I'll say it now, AJ did yeoman's work a few times. There was one time where they were backed up on the by their goal, like inside their 10. And I mean, the blocking was just non existent to the point where he had guys in the Packers past the line of scrimmage almost when he got the ball and he made what should have been a two-yard loss into a two-yard gain, you know? So, yeah, I just they just need to be more consistent, no question. Um, C. Roberts, thanks to Super Chat. Thank you for your work. Go Pack Go from Asheville, North Carolina. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the support and the kind words. Vex, thanks to Super Chat. How do you like Ahsoka? Oh, loving Ahsoka. Uh, it is excellent Star Wars, and you can tell Dave Filoni just cares about this material so much. And uh, I, I do. I had someone in the uh, in the, uh, uh, the old Twitter sphere talking about how it's like, oh, the dialogue's kind of wooden, and the the acting's a bit like uh, rigid or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's like 75 percent of all Star Wars. It's so clear. It's like coming out of a tradition of the prequels and that style of acting. Um, Filoni is obviously drawn from everything that he did regarding Clone Wars and Rebels and all of that. It's cool as hell. I'm loving it. Like, you know, it's not as good as Andor, but nothing is. I mean, Andor is like prestige television. So I think it suffers a bit from being in the wake of Andor. But as a pure Star Wars project, it's freaking awesome. G. David, thanks again, man. As someone who's watched a lot of football, what's your opinion on the optimal level of risk-taking for a QB on a scale of Rodgers to Favre? Well, I mean, Rodgers is the pinnacle of taking care of the ball, right? Here's the thing. You, you're, every guy's going to be his own dude, right? He's going to be his own, have his own style and his own way of deciding whether he's going to – how he's going to play, right? And the thing with Rodgers – and the thing that made it so so impressive and important was, you know, taking care of the ball leads to victory. Like, taking care of the ball is a formula for winning. And if you can take the ball away from them and keep holding on to it yourself and not give it away, yeah, you're going to win a boatload of ball games. So it's like, yeah, as much fun as it was to watch Brett rise and fire and kind of have that nervous feeling in your gut every time the camera panned because you're like, I don't know. Could be our guy. Could be theirs. I mean, it was fun. People, it sounds weird, but it was fun. But, man, I like winning more. And I like the fact that Aaron, as frustrating as it could be at times, taking those sacks, holding on to the ball, man, doing that led to a lot of victories because he didn't put the ball in harm's way. And you heard Matt, if you listen to the postgame locker room speech, they talked about being plus two, and they were plus two. That's his formula. That's winning football. So, yeah, if it's a scale of Rodgers to Favre, give me 
tip towards the Rogers side, please. That's that's what I would prefer. Uh, it's just me. Uh, Nick, thanks for Super Chat, man. Anything similar to Spotted Cow in the tri-state area? Go Pack Go. Not that I've ever tasted. I am on the lookout, though, buddy. I will. If I find it, Nick, I will let you know. I will announce it here on the show, loud and proud. But no, I've never tasted anything that even approaches something as good as Spotted Cow here in the tri-state area. Menace, thanks again, man. Favre thought he could fit a baseball through a keyhole from a mile out. 12 was sometimes way too passive. J-Lo will hopefully be a bit of both. It's possible. We'll have to see. I do think Jordan's got a little bit of a gunslinger in him, though. We'll see. Uh, Mimsy, thanks for Super Chat. Has the beer distro list dropped finally? Uh, some of it. I <laughs> I actually literally had to go and uh, write a bunch of uh, additions to the list this afternoon. I've got more to go. Um, but it is definitely hitting shelves all over Milwaukee um, today and Green Bay this weekend and hopefully the rest of the state throughout the week. I know it's in Madison and a couple other places. We're starting to push towards the western part of the state. But, uh, yeah, it's it's hitting shelves. Uh, most importantly, it's at Mars Cheese Castle. How awesome is that? I mean, come on. I saw that on the distro list this morning. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That's amazing. We have a beer at Mars Cheese Castle. I can retire now. It's awesome. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. Trevor, thanks for the super sticker. Really appreciate it, bud. Uh, i got to get going. Can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Watch Party. Go Pack Go. 